0: Oh yeah, I mean wildly unethical but just unbelievable reality TV. Yeah. You
1: I know. Mean, Bravo baby. We're all protecting you. We, we have, have all protected, protected you. you. About
0: my marriage? But what you told us about, about your
1: with the yeah, most us us. I don't ever guys around me. Let me tell you the
0: only thing. If I to I I'm not really sure. Welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. I'm Armin, and I'm back once again for another Vanderpump Rules recap. And I'm joined by one of the greatest podcasters on earth. He is himself a host of a podcast, the host of the Holly Shook podcast. That's a celebrity scandal podcast. It's Ryan. Alkair, how are you, Rai?
1: I'm doing amazing. Um, also, in case some people didn't know, I'm also actually one of the hosts of this podcast, too. Unofficially. But, I mean, how many weeks do I have to do it before it's official? Let's, Where's the contract?
0: I, I think we have a seven episode minimum, and I think you're only on episode four.
1: And is that when the season ends, is episode seven, there's only seven more episodes?
0: <laughs> That's actually how I should have done the bit. yeah that's really how I should have done the bit I messed up the bit should we redo the episode now
1: no because people are announcing your flaws and maybe I'll become the only host after this you can't even do the bit correctly
0: right do you think you could do an episode by yourself like just a monologue
1: I mean I could talk to fucking dead body and they would be brought back to life so yeah I think I think I could do this by myself thank you (laughs)
0: <laughs> is that the barometer for being able to do a one-man podcast, being able mm-hmm. to resurrect people with your voice? Mm-hmm.
1: No, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's
0: very Stassi-esque, by the way.
1: Thank you, and I'm sure nobody agrees with me. Nobody who's listening right now thinks that that's true. Um, I think you have the
0: inverse impact.
1: I kill people with my words because I don't shut up, that they just die.
0: You said it, I didn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, of course I said it. I don't stop talking. Um, Okay, real quick. Like, first, just really quickly updating on my Roni progress um, that nobody cares about. I am on season four. I'm about, I think I'm over halfway done with season four. I'm pretty sure we watched the last half of season three in, like, two nights. Mm -hmm. Scary Island. I was sending updates to Armin and Kameli via text on our Scary Island thoughts truly just great reality television um and now I'm on season four season four's been fine um I Dallas and I were like it's boring and then we watched six episodes in a row last night so is it really that boring who knows but um we are on the Morocco trip and I will continue watching it tonight that's just my quick real, little Rony update for those of you who are following
0: if you all want to hear Ryan's thoughts on scary island let us know at hot n bravoed on twitter or instagram even uh you can even tweet at ryan you could let him know directly at the real rye alk or you can dm him on instagram at rye alk and and let us know if you want to hear his thoughts on scary island and maybe we'll do a special one-off episode we're not gonna have him recap roni for you okay (laughs) you know he's too high priced for for that sort of uh, uh deal but yeah maybe maybe if you ask we can get rye on for a little uh, special Scary Island recap.
1: Look, it's going to take a lot of people asking about that. If we get one single request, I will do it. Um, and all I it takes is one. All it takes is one. Literally, I I could make a fake account and tweet it myself asking to do it, and I would still do it. Um, and I, in fact, that's a really good idea. I could rewatch it as well immediately before recording. Get Ramona Singer drunk. on Pinot Grigio and then record the podcast. That would actually be really fun. Um, So that's actually like a really good idea. So just like all of the people who are dying to hear that, just all it takes is one tweet or one DM and I will do that.
0: The cherry on top would be if you got to drink Ramona Pinot Grigio when
1: you did it. I think we Googled it last night to see if they have any in nearby stores. Do they still sell it? I haven't been able to find it. Yeah. Eddie hasn't been able to find it.
0: Camille hasn't been able to find it. If you find it, please ship one out to me.
1: I think she drank all of it herself when she brought it to the charity event <laughs> and drank all of her own wine. They had a bar and she still brought her own wine iconic.
0: That's our suspicion. so
1: uh, okay, but um, we are here actually not to talk about that. We are here to talk about being from Rolls. And um, we had another we had another wedding this week. Two weddings, one season. Nobody asked for that. And yet here we are.
0: It's becoming a weekly occurrence. I feel like Vanderpump Rules is at that stage where they feel like they they have to up the ante to keep us interested. Not realizing that in a way it's a bit of a turnoff, at least for me. Yeah. Because when I'm getting two weddings, uh, two engagements... I'm getting, uh, you know, a, a bar opening. Although I don't think that happened this season, but you know what I mean. When I'm getting all that packed into one season, it just feels a little forced.
1: Yeah, forced. But then also, almost like when there's not all of that happening, I'm like, well, what are what are they doing? Like, what? Nothing's happening.
0: But go back to season two or season three, Rai. Yeah, aren't those two of your favorite seasons? By far. Was there a wedding? Well, there was a wedding in season three, but it was Sheena's wedding. The best wedding. The best wedding, arguably. Was there a wedding in season two? No. Was there an engagement? No. They didn't open a bar. They didn't move into a new house. They let developments happen organically. That's what I like to see. And usually, actually, I think the season ends up for the better because of it. But I think the last few seasons, right, to be honest, they're trying to up the ante. They're trying to pack in a lot of big life moments, as Kristen keeps saying. How can I keep missing these big life moments? But then it just feels forced, produced, made for TV. I mean, you even called it last year. There's a uh, last week, last year, last week. Feels like last year. Yeah, a whole year ago, do you recall? When you said that clearly Stassi is so pressed to get this engagement going, or sorry, the proposal going, um, because she wants it to happen uh, while they're filming. And if it doesn't happen while they're filming, then she's going to have to wait until they start filming again, which is a a year later. Like, all of that stuff. You know what it kind of feels like to me, Ry? Hmm. It feels like an NBC drama. You know how in those NBC dramas, the pilot has, like, a dude getting cancer... Someone dying, someone getting married, uh someone getting arrested, like all in the pilot, right? Because they f- they feel like they have to suck you in. Opens with sex, right? Like that's an NBC drama.
1: Um, I don't know why you thought I would be the type of person to watch <laughs> as an NBC drama. I'm actually incredibly offended. Um, so no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Just kidding. I did watch This Is Us for two seasons.
0: <laughs> yes, so um, you get it. <laughs> Literally, I just described This Is Us.
1: Okay, but This was Us was good for like a season. I just remember I used to get so high when I was a stoner for all my listeners, my old stoner years. Um, and I would get so high and watch This Is Us and cry every single night. And I was like, because I was like binging it. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. This is like depressing. So I stopped watching This Is Us and I haven't watched an NBC drama since. Instead, I watch reality TV NBC dramas such as Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> such um,
0: as Vanderpump Rules.
1: I do get what you're saying. And like, look, we could even do a, a, a one-off podcast about our current thoughts on the progression of Vanderpump Rules and how it it's, and Dallas and I were actually talking about this yesterday, It it's not going to ever be what it was because it was so normal and it was so natural when it started. Um, kind of tying it in, I think we talked about it, I don't know if we talked about it on here or just in our daily conversations about it, um, over text, but the drama was so natural when it started. And that's a problem with this new cast is that they do know that they're on reality TV. So they like know what they were getting themselves into. So none of their drama is like that good or that natural. Cause it's like, okay, they like know that they have to have drama and just kind of like segue into like the episode, and I actually got like I actually got like two different text messages about this. That Danica is really the only new cast member that's like stirring the pot and actually like trying to create drama. And I, I just don't get it. I'm like, how, is, how are the rest of the newbies like not trying to create drama? Like the, when, when we were introduced to the OG cast, drama left and right. Every time they went to somewhere, there was drama. Every time that they had conversation, there was drama. Everyone was talking behind each other's backs. Like, that's what creates good TV. And none of them are doing that, except Danica. And then everyone, like, is mad at Danica. There was even a scene in this week's episode of Brett being like, all Danica does is talk behind people's back and start drama and stir the pot. And I'm like, well, yeah, what the fuck else is she getting paid to do? Like, that's the whole fucking point of being on the show. And I'm just like, I could do it so much better.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Again, that goes back to your point. Why was Brett hired, and not one of the many other WeHo natives? Uh, right. You, at one point, weren't a WeHo native, but you know you yeah. could have been hired on Vanderpump Rules.
1: I was not adjacent. I lived. I lived West Hollywood adjacent. Okay, you know, it was a quick fifteen minute Uber. Um. So yeah, I'm just kind of like, the drama is to me a little stale. Um, this episode really had next to no drama.
0: No, it really had nothing to it. I mean, a lot of minor quibbles. I I feel like with this episode, there are things we can talk about. I have some things I, I want to dive into, but you're right. There wasn't really
1: any drama. It was more of like, in a way, it was more of like a story progression episode. Yep. And to me, it was kind of like a comedic episode. It was It was funny in its own rights of... The wedding was funny in Vegas, and the, Lisa's and the, bra prank. Yeah, the bra, the server from Vanderpump Cocktail Lounge. You know the whole thing, right? So it was it was an enjoyable episode. I will say I, I enjoyed watching it. It was funny, but um, just no drama. I miss drama, and like I hate to be that person, but I'm just like between binge watching Roni and then like where there's just drama every episode. Yeah. there's at least one screaming match every episode in that damn thing. To go back to Vienna Pump Rules, it, it, it makes me ache for the early years. It really does. We watch for the drama. People can't be mad
0: that we're expecting drama. I hate, for example, Rye, when people on social media say, I hate that they're so dramatic. I hate that they're always arguing. And I know you see this a lot because you really look at social media. Like You search the Pump Rules hashtag and you read through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite pastime. You, you love it. That's like baseball to you. So what? America's pastime. Jeez,
1: never heard of it.
0: So you've seen this, right? People saying, "Why are people looking for drama? Or why are they being so dramatic? Why are they arguing with each other?" Well, They're
1: acting. And like blah blah blah. I'm like, that's why you watch, bitches. Yeah, give me more of that. In fact, I'm not getting enough of that currently. Right.
0: Um, and I think a part of it, I think there's two major reasons why uh, the new cast. Uh, isn't as dramatic as the old cast Um, actually let me make it three three major reasons
1: okay three major reasons
0: for one the show itself has a reputation it's an established entity so there's a certain expectation going into it right of what it is what it's all about how to navigate that scene when Vanderpump Rules first started yeah there were other docuseries um, reality programs that you know the Vanderpump Kids could have looked at as inspiration, but Vanderpump Rules itself was a totally new thing, and it definitely wasn't like Real Housewives, right? Yeah. It was really, uh, in a way, a trailblazer. You can you can say. Yeah. So they're going into it these newbies in season eight, knowing what it's all about, and a part of knowing what it's all about is knowing maybe how to stay ahead of the game, how not to get trapped. In the, 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 the failings of reality TV, right? Like knowing how to succeed and, and knowing in some ways how not to fail, right? So I could see a lot of the cast members adhering to those lessons. They don't want to be the Kristen Doty of season two. Yeah. They don't want to be the Jax Taylor. And that kind of bleeds into my second point, which is they are very cognizant of their own brands. Mm-hmm. Clearly. And we've even seen Stassi, put her foot in her mouth, and lose, for example, sponsors um, for her podcast.
1: Mm, I forgot about that drama. I love that for her.
0: So I think you have Max and Brett and Charlie and Danica and Dana. They are trying to also become brands, right? Um, Dana and Brett, I think, more explicitly because Dana wants to be a comedian and Brett has his fucking YouTube channel, I guess. (laughs) And the other ones seem to be more in the hospitality industry, right? Like, Max is supposedly the manager, and Danica is supposedly the assistant manager. Who knows how true that really is, but... Right. Um, I think they are cognizant of their brands, right? So they, again, they don't want to be the Kristen Doty, because if you're the Kristen Doty, it's harder to, you know, book an ad. Yeah. Right? And my third point, which I think is a very important point, is that they're not real friends. Right. You know, when Vanderpump Rules started, Stassi and Jax had been dating for a couple years. Um, Sandoval and Kristen had been dating for five years.
1: Uh, Sandoval and Jax have been friends for 10 years. Right? Katie, Kristen, Stassi, all best friends for years already.
0: We know that Brett and um, (laughs) Max just became friends a few months before this. They all basically just became friends a few months before the start of season eight.
1: yeah. You could even argue that potentially Danica has the most history with part of the cast because she had been working at Sir before this season. She had worked at Sir the summer before and was in like Instagram posts with Sheena, Tom, and Ariana like all the year leading up to this season. She's not really shown with them often in the show, but. No. I would say she's really the only one that... I think she's the only one that really even worked for Lisa Vanderpump before even a month or two before this started. So that's true. I didn't think about that, that they don't really have friendships.
0: There's not a lot of history there, right? And you brought up Roni as a great example of a show um, where there's a lot of drama all the time. And when you know Housewives joined in later seasons... They were joining a, a, a brand, a known brand entity, and they were cognizant of their own brand. But what was um, the difference? Dorinda joined season seven, but Dorinda knew Ramona for twenty years. Yeah, Dorinda was friends with Luann for I think like twelve years, and she was jo- she was she may have been joining the show during season seven, but she had decade plus long relationships with the cast. Yeah, so it works
1: better. I but- think she was featured in one of the most recent episodes
0: she she is in the early seasons like at events but like She's background talking to them yeah Yep. Yeah, like she was at some jill event i think in season two or something like sitting out at, at jill's table even yeah but yeah exactly so i think those are the three major reasons why the new cast isn't bringing the drama as much i'm sure there are more reasons but what what do you think about that
1: No, I think I agree. And especially, um, you know, we've had new cast members before with James and Lala, but it's been one at a time. And it's a little bit more natural to welcome in one person to a new show rather than five, you could argue, that there's five new cast members this year. Um, And that was obviously a choice on the producer's part to be like, we're going to like revamp it and like add five people at once, which, you know is a choice um did it work who's to say would it have worked better if they just brought dana in or just dana and max maybe just two new people um really hard to say really hard to say but i don't know i think i think next season will be really telling for this show to see are the new people staying are all the old people staying are they gonna still do this kind of like almost watching two different shows between the new cast and the old cast thing. Are they going to really try to meld the groups together? Um, It'll be telling we'll see what happens with the next season. I think to see how the longevity of it, I think is going to be really put into play.
0: Yeah. uh, It's been bizarre to say the least. Um, Especially like you said, the whole two shows in one dynamic. It's not working for me.
1: Yeah, me neither. Because it's like, I feel like the second I get invested in one part of it, it cuts to the other part. And I'm like, I don't care. Um, but yeah, well, I guess what happened in this episode we had, I guess...
0: After we after we shat on Vanderpump Rules for 20 minutes, let's anyways, talk about so this, uh, this episode.
1: This just sucks. <laughs> um, I guess the first, like, big... Obviously the big moment was going to Vegas. Um, we had Sheena's egg retrieval, which, what was that? Um, I don't know. We had Danica stir the pot a little bit.
0: There were but, like a million little storylines. Do you want yeah. me to like run through them and we can just like comment on them very quickly? Yeah, let's just comment. Okay. As if that's different than any other recap, <laughs> by the way. Oh, let me I'm, let me introduce I'm, this very innovative way to do a recap. I'm going to go through the episode, and we're going to comment. And
1: we give our opinions. I mean, but you did say quickly, and I will say we're never quick about it. But we're never quick. We'll see how quick we'll be this time.
0: Okay, I'm going to be very quick. So Max and Brett are uh, bartending. Max is teaching Brett how to bartend, and uh, Brett talks about how much he likes Dana. Max uh, is not feeling it. And Brett's like, wait, wait, talk to me. Tell me. What, what, what's going on? And Max is saying, look, if the connection's there for you and Dana, uh, I'm not going to take that away. Brett then says, if you tell me I'm overstepping, uh, I'd be gone. But Max says, whatever, we'll deal with it when I get back from Vegas. Quickly, Rye. Your thoughts on that?
1: My thoughts on that were weird. Um, it was weird that it got brought up and then Max like didn't want to talk about it. I thought that was kind of strange. And that-
0: Wait, can I just quickly say that touches on what we were just talking about?
1: I was literally just going to say, which ties right back into the fact that they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Max, hello. The camera is on you. The The camera isn't there to actually watch you teach Brett how to make a cocktail, babe. Nobody cares about that part. What the camera is there for is for Brett bringing up Dana and you giving him your peace of mind on it. And he shut it down and he didn't want to talk about it. And I'm like, Oh, well, what was the point of that scene then? Max,
0: it was purely for mixology purposes.
1: Just so he can show that he's really hardworking and that Brett's transitioning into a bartender. Oh my God. That totally great, great segue from our rant about the the show not being what it was to the prime example of him missing the potential drama.
0: This is sort of a non sequitur, but let's talk about it. Have you noticed that Randall is super annoying?
1: That was really random. Um, (laughs) Yes and no. I I like like Randall, but I'm also like... He he doesn't really take up much space in my thoughts when I'm thinking about the show.
0: Okay, (laughs) I wrote in my notes, Randall is super annoying, and then in parentheses, it's a wedding in all caps. Did you notice that it seemed like nobody in the cast really gave a shit that there was a wedding happening, but Randall was so invested in this wedding... Like when they were going in for check-in, Randall just suddenly
1: pops out and he's like, it's a wedding! I didn't even notice him. Like once again, he like kind of like fades into the background for me. But I could see him. I do remember there, I, I don't even know what he said, but I did have one memory of him shouting something in the background and me just being like, that was like really out of place that his excitement was like coming out of nowhere. So maybe it was that. I do remember at one point being like, "Wait, why is Randall screaming about something? Like, what is he doing here?"
0: The more I get to know Randall, the more I don't understand his relationship with Lala.
1: He, I mean, what's there to understand?
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, um, let's move on. Let's talk about Brittany wanting to get married in Vegas. In three years, she uh, just got married one week ago, but um, she's planning her next uh, wedding. What did you think about that? And what did you think of Jax's reaction? He's not interested.
1: I mean, it's classic Jacks. My thing was, my thing was like, I thought Brittany was like trying to make a joke, which like Brittany is not good at making jokes. But I think she was trying to be like, well, maybe we could get me-. like, I don't know. I thought it was like tongue in cheek of her, like you know, being Brittany, always being obsessed with weddings and. Wanting to be like, ho, 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 ho hearty, har, har about it. And Jack's just being like, no, no, it's not happening. No, absolutely not. No. And I'm just like, oh my God, who would want to be married to such a fucking humorless piece of nothing?
0: Well, that's the thing. Jax has no sense of humor. Right. I don't even know what Jax has. Can you tell me a good quality that Jax
1: owns? (sighs) Um spotty past, I don't know, like <laughs> questionable morals, I guess. That's something he has.
0: That's his best quality is his questionable morals.
1: Yeah, like homophobic <laughs> thoughts and actions. That's like what he has going for him. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah, is
0: kleptomania,
1: just, mania-cy? how would you say that? Kleptomanic uh, behavior? Yeah. Oh my gosh. he needed those sunglasses. Um, yeah, no, I just was like, hey, this was like a joke. And then we, it, it was kind of like what you talked about last episode. It was like, <clears throat> they needed to give Brittany and Jax one scene. So let's have Brittany talking about a wedding and Jax being a fucking Debbie Downer. And then like, let's forget about them again. They really have not been in it much since their wedding, which like praise be. It's... You, almost for... you almost forget about their wedding. I, I forgot about their wedding. There is one comment Jax makes where he compares his actual wedding that he put a, like time and money into and was a real wedding and compares it, saying his is better than their fake Vegas wedding.
0: Okay, so I actually clearly, wanted to spend time on this, so since you brought it up, let's talk about it. That's so embarrassing. I actually think Tom and Katie's Tom
1: and Katie's Vegas wedding
0: was far superior to Jackson Brittany's wedding.
1: Oh, absolutely. It was way more fun. It was way more. It was
0: joyful.
1: Joyful. Yeah, it like it, it like people wanted to be there. Katie and Tom wanted to be there. Nobody at Jax's wedding wanted to be there.
0: It had no it had no soul. We talked about this when it came to yeah. Jax and Brittany's wedding. It was soulless. It was so procedural. It was so slimy. And and we t- we talked about this on the on that recap, so we don't need to go into it too deep. But whenever they tried to inject some sort of soul into it, some sort of um character it, it came across as corny as hell like the Hooters thing yeah it's like this is who we are like th- this is gonna be something that really represents us oh Hooters catering
1: what the vows like it's just terrible and I think that yeah I think that Katie and Tom's Vegas wedding was just cute it was very unbrand for them Jack even says that at one point it's very unbrand for them but it was but a dig just, it was a dig and then just has to like try to bring up his wedding and how much better it was. And it's like, your wedding was bad. Your wedding was not good. So I don't know what delusion you're living in still.
0: That's what's sad is that Tom and Katie's second joke wedding was far better than Jackson Brittany's real wedding. There was joy. There was humor. I loved the intimacy of it. I loved how small it was. Yeah. I yeah. love that Stasi and Sandoval were the officiants together.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that Jax really didn't have anything to do with it and wasn't part of it because that's slap in the face.
0: <laughs> the the only thing that Jax got to do was give a toast the night before. Did you notice that he had to write it fucking down and it was like the worst toast ever, just like his vows?
1: Yeah, and he tried to make a joke with like, I'm going to keep this short as like a jab at like Tom Schwartz's thing, but then it was still like just as long and boring. <laughs> um, yeah, Jax is awful and I'm so glad that they're not on it as much anymore. I really have a theory they're not going to be on it next season, and that's not going to be true. But I wish it was. I think if we had
0: to talk about how you could change Vanderpump Rules to make it better, I think removing Jackson Brittany would be step one. Agreed. I I think that's a controversial statement.
1: You heard it here for first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Unable to speak. I don't um, think
0: I don't think many people would agree with us.
1: I think yeah. I think it's controversial. I think that people might not agree, but I think people might agree as well. True. I think there would be like some
0: people who agree, and then some others wouldn't agree.
1: And that's controversial as well to think that some people would agree, <laughs> and that some people also, in fact, would not. And that the two only options for people to have are also both out there. That's really crazy. Well,
0: I also <laughs> I think there would be some people who would see validity in what we say, but wouldn't mm-hmm. fully agree. But we kind of
1: have some nuanced take on our take. Right. I agree with that, too. And, like, the fact that there's three options and that there are probably people who are falling into each category is absolutely insane to me.
0: <laughs> How can there not be unanimous agreement
1: on on any one of these takes? Is what's I'm crazy. shocked that not every single person has the same opinion as us.
0: Shocking. Uh, but, but nonetheless, we move on. You know what else is shocking? Hmm. Schwartz found a bra in his luggage.
1: I hated this. <laughs> okay, I'm can just, you go into why you hated it? I just thought it was stupid, and, like, it, it was just weird. How like quickly was,
0: did you he, realize it was Lisa Vanderpump's bra?
1: I didn't realize it was Lisa Vanderpump's bra until she told us. Oh, like, it
0: took me .1 seconds. He pulls oh, it out, I, and like, he's, like, he's like, wait, whose bra is this? And I'm like, okay, it's a Lisa Vanderpump prank, like, this is supposed to create a storyline or create a moment that's going to lead into a commercial break and we're yeah. supposed to be you know like uh, on the edge of our seats to find out who did Schwartz uh, cheat on Katie with and then it's going to be like Lisa Vanderpump planted it and i and i felt that way partially because they did go together they were like on the same plane i was like perfect mm-hmm. moment to plant it. And supposedly there was some bag mix up, I guess. So it wasn't even that, but that's, that's where my mind immediately went. I hated it too. Actually.
1: I just like, I never thought that it was a real issue was the thing. Like I didn't necessarily jump to like, Oh, it's a prank. But like, I just was like, Oh, Katie's bra got put in his bag by accident. And that's that. So it's like, I never once was like, oh my God, Tom and Katie's wedding is going to go off the rails again. (laughs) Like, no, I'm like, that's stupid. Um, I will say that, and this is like why I should be producing this show, but, um, or at least on it, I thought that at the end when Schwartz like lost his marriage certificate again or whatever, like I thought that was going to be like his payback. Like he was going to tell like, katie and lisa Vanderbilt that he lost the paperwork again but he didn't really and that was going to be like his comeback prank but like he's not even smart enough to think of that as a prank
0: <laughs> do, do you think that he did do that though maybe because the episode ends on that cliffhanger right is there a cliffhanger ish i mean it ends with schwartz and katie in bed right Oh, yeah. So we haven't really gotten the conclusion to that drama, if you want to call that drama.
1: Maybe it is a prank. I hope it's a prank because I'm like, that's the only smart way to recover this whole fucking stupid (laughs) storyline is if he pulls a prank on them.
0: The main piece of evidence right now that indicates that it's not a prank is, and this was actually a funny moment, is the flashback sequence to right after the wedding where Mm -hmm. they're like 97 seconds later. It's like Stassi saying, okay, Schwartz, you got to... Yeah. hold on tight to this marriage certificate and then and then it says 97 seconds later and Schwartz yeah. doesn't
1: have it in his hands. The 97 seconds later was funny and that was a good moment.
0: Um <laughs> Yeah, that was a great moment, that's but a, a moment. lot could happen
1: in 97 seconds. Especially in Vegas, 97 seconds is like 6 hours in Vegas.
0: <laughs> also when it comes to like passing a piece of paper to let's say Sandoval,
1: that it only takes maybe a second to do that. Right, I would say borderline three seconds at most. Um, also, I can we just like quickly touch on how their Vegas trips have changed. Like it used to be like they're going out, they're getting fucked up at the all night at the pool and in the blood, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and now it's literally like okay, let's go have a nice cocktail and dinner at Vanderpump Cocktail Lounge. And, like, I feel like they, like, didn't go out after that. <laughs> they just, like... Also, how many of those full bottle of tequila cocktails did they drink? Because every scene... Did you notice that?
0: Yeah, they were... Pour- uh, Kara, <laughs> we have to talk about Kara, was pouring those big bottles of tequila into those giant fucking glasses. But they
1: had them both nights. And I'm like, it's not- it cannot be that good that you need that both nights. I think it was Vanderpump trying to sell it. Um, I-, I think but... it was for the visual yeah but yeah their their vegas trips are different now it used to be so much crazier and now they're like mature
0: or how about that like four fucking story suite
1: oh my god yeah that was cool
0: like the billiards table the view literally multi-stories i don't know if it was four stories but it was at least two
1: it's like 12 to 18 stories from what i heard (laughs) um i mean i guess if you are living in literal mansions and hotels i wouldn't want to leave and go to the bar anyway either so i guess that kind of checks out they're staying in nicer places now so why leave the room yeah and i think
0: honestly they don't have the energy to party like they used to
1: i know and that's the other thing Uh, i miss them partying
0: the young kids should be the ones partying but they're not even partying they're going out to brunch with sheena
1: I know. And that's the problem. I just miss the days when everyone had a drinking problem. They were all alcoholics, had no responsibilities, no cares in the world. Their only thing was to show up to work, even if they were still drunk as a server. Like, that's what I miss. The good old days, you know, like normal people.
0: Well, speaking of growth and the fact that they're no, they're no longer alcoholics, uh, James is on his second week of sobriety and Raquel tells us that it's turning her on. She said that sex is a lot better because it's no longer sloppy drunk sex. She says it's no longer a question of is it going to work or is it not going to work. And uh, um, I just have to say, when that happened, I-, I thought to myself, I feel so bad for James. I mean, this guy has to be the most like relentlessly embarrassing character in reality TV history. Between... The crying to Lisa incessantly, uh, the fact that everyone has ostracized him, to then the, the fact that his own girlfriend is calling him out for the fact that, you know, on most nights, apparently, he got too wasted to perform. I don't know. I kind of feel bad. I mean, I, I know he's, he has a problem, um, but I kind of feel bad for him.
1: And no offense, but that doesn't help the gay rumors. <laughs> Just saying that he can't get his dick up for his girlfriend, Look, as somebody who once tried to have sex with a girl, I know it's not easy when you're actually a closeted gay man. So look, all I'm saying is the alcohol might have been a coping mechanism.
0: Raquel probably didn't help James in that moment.
1: No, none of this helps James. None of James seems to be off the show. None of this is helping James. Um, and it was a weird moment for our queen Raquel. Um, I'm happy for her i guess that she's like having sex quote-unquote again (laughs) Uh, but i yeah weird moment um also weird fucking moment with like dana talking about lisa vanderpump's pussy like honestly that whole that whole like dinner the whole four of them hanging out i just don't like and i don't want that to happen again
0: and again, that circles back to our whole point that the young kids aren't really bringing it. And I know they're with James, so they can't go party. But really, like a, a casual, milk toast, boring dinner, and not even at a cool-looking restaurant. Yeah. Like, that. that's that's what you're giving us, really? Like, what whatever happened to Marrakesh?
1: Honestly, justice for Marrakesh, we did not appreciate when we had it. Um, also they are in Marrakech in Roni right now. And I, I actually cackled, and they're like, we're in Marrakech. And I was like, wait, you're in Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
0: also Marrakech restaurant is in Vegas, by the way.
1: Oh, it's in Vegas. Yeah. Whatever. Cabo, Vegas, same fucking shit. Although
0: me. there could be a Marrakech restaurant in, in Cabo.
1: There probably is. Luck. <laughs> um, I've unfortunately been to Cabo twice and it was terrible. So I wouldn't put it past them. um, Yeah, they're just not bringing it. I'm just bored. I'm freaking bored of them. Also, the fact that Max was like at the wedding, how was? I guess him and Tom are close, but like what?
0: Well, that was the weird thing that was an aside last week. Oh, Tom is best friends with Max. What? When did this happen? That Schwartz is best friends with Max to the point that Max was made the flower girl.
1: Yeah. Look, I mean, I'm famously am very attracted to max and seeing him in like a cute hat with like jeans and flip-flops and like throwing flower petals <laughs> was like very much a good moment for me um so i'm happy that he was there but i also think it was like and i said this last week like a little bit of a slap in the face towards Kristen to be like max is here and we've known him for like a year i'm not complaining that he was there because like give me more max i think that max is like boring in that he's like not good at drama. Like we said earlier, he's not good at like creating the drama, but like so cute. Just so cute. Uh,
0: speaking of Kristen, what did you think about that moment when Sheena tells Kristen that Katie texted her, I love you and I wish you were here. And obviously Katie doesn't feel the same way about Kristen.
1: Um, Sad for Kristen is what comes to mind. I feel bad for her. Um, I hope she can, I hope she can grow from this and move forward and realize that maybe she's not the problem. You know, maybe Katie and Stasi are the problem and that if Chris, if they're willing to get rid of her so quickly that maybe Kristen should realize she deserves better and that maybe she can find better friends and other people.
0: Also, fuck, you should have brought Kristen. Like, for the drama?
1: Right, because I feel like Kristen also could have made him because at the end of the day yeah they were in vegas but nothing happened like literally nothing happened in vegas um they just were there and they got married and it was like a cute moment but there was no drama like the The only
0: drama point you can argue is Jax's confessional about the wedding saying that his wedding uh is is better was better than Tom and Katie's, which will probably be brought up at the
1: reunion, but that's not really anything, and,
0: and it didn't even happen at the wedding. It happened in the confessional about the wedding.
1: That's not even drama. That's just Jax being an asshole. Like they, Jacks will say an asshole comment about anything. It's not drama anymore. It's just part of the norm. True. Um, I guess, and this is like, I guess, a moment, and I have thoughts. So I do want to, I do want to bring this up because I'm over it. Um, the whole Kara thing. Kara and Max, Kara, famously the server from Pump Cocktail Lounge, um Sheena Sheena 2.0, as she has been dubbed by just me.
0: Nobody what? else ever said that.
1: Nobody ever, ever, ever even thought about it. What are your thoughts? Because I'm rolling my eyes at the whole thing. But what do you think? Bizarre. Bizarre. I mean, not just the look. and the look is spot
0: on. A true doppelganger. But the voice, even even the personality, right? Very much early Sheena. Like the Sheena who was twerking on Peter Madrigal for his birthday in season two, which caused Katie to get all upset. Why would you do why would you twerk on Peter Madrigal right in front of your boyfriend? Like that Sheena, right? Like super thirsty, super out there. My gosh, it was very, very weird. I also have to think. As she was looking for her moment. She knew she was on TV, obviously, and she was mic'd up too. Um, yeah. and damn did she fucking earn it. She earned it, she earned her screen time.
1: Well, here's the thing: famously, I loved Sheena seasons one, two, and three. I was a huge Sheena fan. So this brought back like joy for me because I love old Sheena. And this was old Sheena in a different woman's body, and I loved that. I and let's not even Let's not pretend here. Lisa Vanderpump handpicked this girl to serve them this weekend, saying, you're going to serve us this weekend while we're here, and I want you to, you know, be fun and flirty, like, whatever. I think that she took it very seriously. I think she did good. Um, She... The thing that annoyed me is every time she spoke, she, like, I felt like she was trying to say, like trying to give a line, like trying to like give like a a funny punchy line. And then she always looked right to Lisa Vanderpump after she said something like looking for like approval or looking for like something to feed off of. And I was like, girl, Lisa's not giving you shit. This is like all on you. Like you have to be the fun, quirky, flirty server. And I think she was great, but it was clearly set up. And Oh yeah. I'm just like, okay, here's the thing. I can excuse a lot of the obvious conversations such as, oh, Sheena's coming to pick up her tips before she gets her egg retrieval. And oh, Dana's the only one in the restaurant. Funny, we should have a conversation. Like I can forgive that because that's reality television. Sometimes you do have to make sure people are in the same room. And mic'd up. And mic'd up. But I'm sorry. I do not not fall for the kara and max went home together and like hooked up like i don't fall for that
0: right you don't think that she saw a little devil's dance in those eyes
1: a little devil's dance in those eyes i hated that i just <laughs> so this is nothing. the full line by the way lisa goes
0: keep away from him and then she goes keep away from him are you trouble?" I see a little devil's dance in those eyes, but I know that you gotta be good if she hired you.
1: And then she looks at Lisa Vanderbilt for validation. Lisa doesn't (laughs) say anything, and then she walks away. Okay, it's like, (laughs) just so terrible.
0: So you think that uh, she took an Uber in the morning, uh, you know, after that night, went to Max's room and planted herself in the bed uh, for that scene.
1: I mean, the whole thing, it's, Lisa from, oh um let me call Max to uh talk about the invoices and I'm like what why would Ma- what do you mean and then she's like Max did you do the invoices from yesterday I don't know why she's like Irish now but um, and he's like yes I did and I'm like why would you have done invoices while you were in Vegas and like while wow, you were with her the whole time And then all of a sudden she's like, FaceTime me to show me how messy your room is. And then it's like the girl's in bed. I'm like, okay. And no offense, but also if you're like, we've all FaceTime and you're like spinning around. She's not going to notice one hand like slightly out of the covers while he's like quickly showing the room to her on FaceTime. So I just am like, I can't with this.
0: You know, my favorite part about that. They don't even try anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, the contempt for the viewers. They're like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You're going to eat your slop. You are going to take whatever we give you, and we're
1: not even going to give a fuck. Right. I think eat your slop is like basically the only way to describe (laughs) the producer's contempt for the (laughs) viewers now is eat your slop. (laughs) Um, It's the most random thing to say during that, but I agree. Um Yeah. It's really sad. I'm just like, I can't with this. I really fully can't. And I don't know, maybe I'm jealous of Kara. Like maybe I wanted to be in Max's bed, but like, does it mean I have to have the producer tell me to do it? Like, I'll just do it on my own free will.
0: Odds that they actually had sex.
1: I mean, when you're, I look, I think Max is a fuck boy. Like he's, if there's a girl in his bed, he's probably going to do something, but I don't think, he would have, like, gone out of his way to do it. I think they were like, you guys should flirt. And he was like, okay. And then he, like,
0: did it. (laughs) Yeah, what's great is that he was not interested one Iota during the
1: dinner. No, he did not seem interested at all. Um, What I'll be annoyed with is if this turns into, like, drama. Like, did you hear Dana? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they're going to go back and, like, tell, like, Dana or, like, tell, like, it's going to, like, turn into drama. It's like, oh, so you're, like, hooking up with other people? Like, you, like, obviously moved on. Like, all this stuff, like... If it's drama, I'm going to be like, this is stupid. Right. Or if like mad at him. Like, you can't be hooking up with my employees.
0: Here's a cynical take. Do you think that was a potential backdoor pilot for a Vegas show? Oh,
1: look, I already said it last night when I was watching. I was like, are they going to have a Vanderpump Vegas show? Which, like, I'd tune in. I mean, that I feel like a Vanderpump... Cocktail Lounge Vegas show would be more interesting than this bullshit we're sitting through in West Hollywood.
0: Honestly, in, in my view, Vegas is a prime location for a show. Uh, and a part of that is informed by fucking Real World Vegas, by the way.
1: Iconically. You watched it, uh, right? I believe I watched most of it. Like, I don't know. I All the Real Worlds like, mixed up because they all were just messes. And I was like four years old and should not have been watching it.
0: <laughs> well, Real World <laughs> Vegas... Always stands out to me, and, and in a lot of people's eyes, it's arguably the greatest season of Real World. It was like sums in the jacuzzi, tons of drama, craziness. A show in Vegas just lends itself to drama. I mean, the, it's the city of sin, for God's sake, you know what I mean? Like You are surrounded uh, by gambling, drinking, clubbing. I would be shocked if they did not produce an entertaining show.
1: I mean, I famously am not dramatic at all, and I feel like I got into yelling matches with someone every time I went to Vegas, like, no matter if it was a friend or a foe. It's just, like, being in Vegas makes you want to fight people. Um, so I don't know why they they haven't thought of this years ago. I guess the cocktail lounge just opened, but it felt very, like, planty the seed. Yep. Agreed. E- yeah. Um, for, like, potentially a spinoff. Like, Kara being the, like, main character. Like, <laughs> i hung hooked up with Max. Or, like, whatever. And that's, like, the pilot.
0: By the way, how fucking full circle is that? If Kara is the tie between Vanderpump Rules and v- Vanderpump Vegas, um, considering the fact that Sheena... Yeah. Sheena was the tie between RHOBH and Vanderpump Rules because the premiere was set up partially... Um, by the fact that uh, Sheena has slept with Brandy's husband, Eddie Cibrian, right? That was the connective tissue between Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules. And then if you then kicked off Vanderpump Vegas with another Sheena, oh, man, I, I love the poetry of that. There, there's a lot of poetic justice there.
1: It would be, honestly, Emmy Award winning. And <laughs> I love like the episodes where like they did it with Summer House and Vanderpump Rules, where it's like, Vanderpump Rules cast like goes to meet the Summer House cast, and then like (laughs) it's like all of the sudden you're like watching a full episode of Summer House, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a fucking oh yeah, they're transitioning into a new show, and I think that'd be really fun if they did like a Vanderpump Rules like goes to Vegas, and then like halfway through the episode, it's like suddenly Vanderpump Vegas, and I'm like, what? But then obviously I'm gonna be hooked and watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they draw you into this like daze, uh, dreamlike sort of like fever state, mm-hmm. and, and and you're like, oh yeah, we're in Montauk. Oh, they're going to a clam bake, and then suddenly it's like this uh, Lindsay Hubbard character is getting a lot of screen time, and who's this Carl Radke? Wait, where Stassi? Where where'd you go? Where where'd you go? And I, then you're you're in the new show.
1: I'll never forget it. I like uh, it was like. Four, three hours later and i had watched four <laughs> different television shows i'm like wait what? did i pass out and come back to life like i was so confused um but it's great it's smart it's really good
0: i mean there's a long tradition of it i mean i remember like the scooby-doo and jetsons episodes right like there's a long tradition of the crossover
1: mm-hmm. um sweet life's like and cody cody you know, in the house uh, episode obviously iconic um yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be down. Crossover event of the generation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The most
0: that? ambitious crossover event, some would say. Most
1: ambitious. That was the word I was going for. It's a big word. Big word. <laughs> um, What else? Did we did we miss any other drama? I feel like there wasn't drama, so how could we miss it? But uh, uh,
0: there was the big Nicolene drama where he's trying to uh, conceptualize a gorgeous Vanderpump suite at Caesars Palace. Don't forget that.
1: All right, forgot I was watching HGTV. <laughs> i mean like look i want to go to the vanderpump suite but like i don't really care about the design like take it somewhere else you know sorry someone had to say it
0: i think we covered it all with that i think we mentioned it all right
1: i think we did mention it all um just one more shout out to my only drama starting character danica she did stir the pot by telling dana not to hook up with brett mm-hmm. and, and dana did go and tell brett that danica said that and now brett is mad at danica so i do assume that maybe next episode there'll be like a brett danica standoff which like i'm down for him
0: we do have to briefly mention that Bo did call stassi's dad to get his permission oh, to propose
1: and then ask lisa vanderpump the lisa vanderpump Bo moment was kind of cute but also i was like does stassi not notice them having like a very intimate conversation like two feet away and also lisa like getting emotional i feel like that was kind of a dead good to Dead giveaway of what they were talking
0: about with two cameras focused on them,
1: right? M- multiple cameras. Like Lisa was like literally tearing up. I'm like, okay, maybe like pull her aside. Like I'm confused, but
0: so so I thought about it, right and uh, I was like, okay, obviously, you know, when you know how reality TV works, you know that there's no way Stassi didn't notice that, right? Right. Like they try to make it seem like there's no cameras there; they're just living yep. their life. Yeah but there are cameras there. Stassi is very cognizant of them. So what I thought of was that Bo went back to Stassi at the table. Stassi says, okay, so what was the, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. And Bo goes, oh, you know, it was a, a scene where Lisa's trying to convince me to propose. Look, listen, I'm, I'm like still, I still need to do it on my own time, but you know, Lisa has to say what she, what she has to say. Yeah. I think that could work.
1: Yeah. I could, I could see that working. Um, I hate that. Um, <laughs> that's and, a little
0: bit, like, kind of pulling the curtain. But, you know, we that's what we do here, right, right
1: We do. We like to pull the curtain. We like to give, like, a little bit of BTS on how production works for you guys who are just, like, middle America. Like, have never seen a TV camera in your entire life. Just kidding. <laughs> um, we're, like, really, like, giving you, like... Film production classes here. On the, the
0: contempt non-profit. for our listeners it's, its just like the contempt that slop, the producers slop, have.
1: Bravo, listeners. Here's your slop. <laughs> Enjoy it. If I'm gonna be told to eat slop, then I'm gonna pass the slop around. I'm a good person. I'm a good fucking person. Um, no, I didn't mean that, but I did, and <laughs> we. Uh, I'm losing my mind here. I'm really losing my mind. So, just like whatever comes out of my mouth, don't hold it against me. Know that I love you. And I still am always here to offer you slop if you're hungry. Uh, you,
0: you, do you think it's a little bit archaic of, of Bo to ask Stasi's dad for permission?
1: Yes and no. Like, obviously, I don't understand straight relationships don't think they should exist but i assume that like men still do that like is that a thing people do still i don't know doesn't like-
0: it connote uh, that uh, stasi's father owns stasi as a sort of property in a way i mean that's sort of the tradition right that the father would dictate the future of the daughter right he owns the daughter okay do you want to marry my daughter well how much land do you have what kind of deal I can mean- our families make it just feels a little i know that there's some tradition there um but but it feels outdated to me it, it feels uh, not you know uh, modern
1: no it's super outdated it's really weird um i think it like ties into like i guess the mayor, like the actual wedding tradition of like a father like walking his daughter down the aisle and like handing his daughter off to like her husband, which like, now that I'm saying that out loud is really weird too. Um, No, it's weird. I think it, yeah, it like just feeds into this really like gross, heterosexual, masculine idea that men have to be like, "Um, this is your daughter and I'm
0: gonna take (laughs) from you
1: with your blessing. And then the dad's like, you take care of my girl. And like I don't know, like, do they like give each other blowjobs at the end of it? Like, do <laughs> <remember> they do? <laughs> but like I don't know. I really never. I didn't think much about it. That phone conversation was incredibly awkward, and I did not need to see that. I also believe that like it's easier when like a fiance and a dad have like a close relationship to be like, I'm gonna ask her to marry me, and the dad's like, cool, or whatever. But it didn't feel that way. It felt like kind of just awkward. And it also felt like Stassi's dad, like, I feel like they edited for him to be like, I don't know though, but I'm like, I don't know. Like is a dad. It, 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 are any dads going to say no? And also does that mean that you're going to not do it? If the dad says no,
0: I think some dads do. I think it's happened. Yeah. Right. Like, like famously, like we were talking about earlier, you know, sometimes someone uh, does something or doesn't do things, or sometimes someone agrees with something and doesn't agree with other things. And then there's also the nuanced take yeah. on the take, right? I think when it comes right. to doing and not doing things, I think sometimes in history, when it comes to a thing, it's been done and not done.
1: It has also been not done. I, I have read that once or twice that things actually have been done that have also been done. Um, <laughs> when you do put it that way, actually now I do understand the tradition and I believe that everyone should do that now because we just cracked the code and everyone should, every man should be asking other men To own women. You heard it here first. That's how life works. Women are property of men. And they should only be owned by one man at a time. And there's no questions asked about that. And there's no one to argue me against that.
0: And there must be like legally uh, binding verbal contractual uh, agreements.
1: Yes. And at the bare minimum an uncomfortable phone conversation alone in a Vegas bedroom while there's a camera on you.
0: Plus a blowjob.
1: Plus a blowjob at the end. Ideally if you really want to like work towards your gay audience that would be like a very good benefit at the end to have um anyway now that we've like basically torn down the patriarchy and (laughs) i think we just upheld it actually no we upheld it and we like actually took five steps backwards for women so so sorry about that we
0: upheld the patriarchy and added a blowjob twist
1: yeah and Obviously, I'm assuming that 99.99% of this audience are women slash gay men. I am sorry, and I take all of that I said back, and I was dead serious the whole time, and I've never used sarcasm one day in my life.
0: Well, I think it's impressive that by your fourth ever episode uh, co-hosting this show that uh, you've basically um, lost our entire audience for us.
1: Absolutely. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. I believe Armin is the only straight person, straight man on earth who watches Bravo and actually knows more about it than most gay men/slash women. So it's very likely that there's maybe one or two other of you out there listening to this, but you're a rare breed.
0: Oh, I remember last week uh, you were trying to get into the mind of Brett. All right. Do you remember that?
1: What mind? But yeah. (laughs)
0: And, and then and then you asked uh, our straight audience, straight male audience, whether, oh. whether or not you properly inhabited the mind of a cishet man.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And famously, actually, nobody responded because no straight men had listened to the podcast. So I could not get a sample size.
0: <laughs> not going even back, a one.
1: Going back to statistics. Oh, I'm having PTSD from my statistics class in high school. <laughs> um, anyway, well, I think that covers it. What a wild journey we've been on today.
0: I mean, one of the wildest we've ever been on. I don't even know if you could call it a recap, but we did
1: something for an hour. <laughs> did we even talk about the episode? I feel like we just like talked about our theories on why reality TV is going downhill, like dismantled the matriarchy. <laughs> is the matriarchy the female version of the patriarchy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I we thought, did. I thought I was going to sound really stupid for once if I said that wrong. Never sounded stupid in my life. Didn't want it to start now. Um yeah, I think we talked about the episode once or twice, maybe. So,
0: That was a great, unproblematic podcast.
1: Right, and like, you know, with Hot and Bravo, you just never know what you're going to get, and it's just kind of a thrill to listen to us, and an honor, I'm assuming. Um, famously, I've never listened back to any of our podcasts, so I have no idea if this is at all interesting, but if you made it this far, and taking it as a compliment, all two of you that made it this far, and <laughs> didn't report us to iTunes for like anti-feminist views.
0: That, well, that is a reporting option. If you go to report, one of them says anti-feminism.
1: Anti-feminism, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say anti, I say anti. That's kind of like something hmm. we could go next time.
0: I, I actually think it reflects your personality. If you say anti, anti. or anti. No,
1: I forgot how what I say. I say anti, anti. I say anti? You say anti. How do you say Rihanna's last album that she put out like 12 years ago? Uh, anti or anti? Uh,
0: but that That's anti.
1: Yeah, just like the real word is all the time.
0: It's no, like, no, but if you're talking about like an anti-racist. Anti. Okay.
1: So we're gonna put a poll out on Twitter. <laughs> that you guys respond and let us know. Anti or anti. Um, yeah. and then I think that was our that's our weekly poll is anti and anti. Last week it was what goes on inside of a straight man's head. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. and I never heard back on history books. I don't know if you kept that in the podcast.
0: I did, I did.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. And if you guys have any opinions on history books and how they're written by people and we're like brain our worms for brains are given by like a select few people about how our history worked. Oh my God. Anyway, we've tried to sign this off like five times. I'm look, just, I'm okay with just never signing this one off. Look, I haven't talked to anyone but Dallas in <laughs> eight to 12 weeks. I know we've only been quarantined for a month, but like it feels like eight to 12 weeks. So sometimes I just got to talk, talk, talk
0: it up. And that's fair. And then sometimes you don't talk. You know, it, it goes back to our theory of how things, they sometimes happen and they don't happen.
1: <clears throat> right, right, right. So I feel like, It's so crazy that we came up with that theory today and we've used it three times. This is the third. And all
0: things come in three. That's another theory.
1: Mm. Rule of thirds. Rule Rule of of thirds. Rule of threes. Do you say rule of
0: thirds or do you say rule of threes?
1: Rule of thirds. I say rule of threes. Well, you're talking about the theory that you're talking about. I'm talking about rule of thirds, um, which is actually a technique used in film and photography. And I famously do have a film production degree, which is how I let you guys know earlier about how production works. If you guys remember that. Um, So rule of thirds is actually like, it's a whole thing. And we'll do that later on our film production podcast um, that you guys can definitely tune into the film prod Um, pod. Check us out. The film prod pod. We have a lot of one-offs. We have a film production pod coming up. Um, a drunk scary island reaction one coming up well but that's
0: going on this pod but the, the film prod pod is actually a podcast with its own stream no, film,
1: prod, film prod pod is gonna be a one-off on hot and bravo it's hot <laughs> and prod hot and prod vote <laughs> i gotta go i'm like actually going insane i need like fresh air i've stepped outside my house like once in the past 62 hours <laughs> um i literally might have two working brain cells right now um, I'm also not drinking right now. And by right now, I mean, I haven't drinks on Sunday. So it's been three days. Ooh. Um, yeah, because I drink really a lot on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I have, and maybe that's what's wrong with me today. I usually have a glass of wine or two when we record and I see you have it and I didn't yeah. have wine today. And I feel like that's why my brain cells are literally imploding and you guys are all having to be forced to hear it. You're I, not forced. Do you have any wine in your fridge? I do, and I'm being really good by not drinking it.
0: Well, maybe after the podcast, you could pour yourself a glass. What do you have?
1: I have rosé, and I have sauvignon blanc. Um, I'm absolutely not doing. You should actually be supporting me on my health journey to having five days about without drinking.
0: You're going five full days?
1: Well, right now I'm at three. Um, we'll see what tomorrow brings. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I'm trying to, like, Just be healthy. I stopped buying as as bad snacks at Trader Joe's. I've been trying to buy like healthier snacks. Cause you know, it's just like, all I do is eat and drink nowadays and watch Roni and they get drunk and I want to get drunk. And it's just a whole thing.
0: You also watch Vanderpump Rules though.
1: I do watch Vanderpump Rules, but they are barely even drinking anymore. Like we talked about, like, do they even get drunk? Who knows? Um, Okay. We really have to go. People (laughs) are absolutely bleeding out of the ears right now. (laughs) I don't even know what this podcast is right now. I know it's kind of just like a fun, like, couple of friends just kind of chatting. It's
0: actually just us chatting, basically.
1: It's really just us chatting, and nobody signed up for that. Um, let's say one more thing about Vanderpump Rules. Um, yeah, one more thing.
0: Say so. Wait, 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 wait. Let me set this up. Say one thing about Vanderpump Rules that we haven't said during this podcast, but it's an it's a thing that you care about. Just say say one thing.
1: Okay, one thing on Vanderpump Rules that we haven't talked about yet on this podcast but it's something that I deeply care about, is I am jealous that they get to go out and get Aperol spritzes on patios, and I can't wait to do that soon, hopefully.
0: I think Laura Lee is viciously underrated.
1: Oh my god, I didn't know we could go, I thought we were talking about like just a like current season. No, all time. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a redo, I'll give you a redo. Okay, well, I still stand by my Aperol Spurs on Patio's movement. Um, okay. You think Laura Lee is deeply underrated? I think they all was deeply underrated. And one more thing, and I'm going to get political one more time. I am angry that the only trans character that they've had on the show slash basically LGBTQIA plus character was Billy Lee, and she was a bitch, and she was terrible. And with <laughs> I wish they could have better LGBTQIA plus representation on this show, the show. one that one that harks about being gay allies. Yet the only gay storyline we have is James is a closet case, and we have a gay pa- uh, homophobic pasture. And the only trans character is a bitch. Like, can we have better LGBTQIA plus?
0: storylines uh, let, let, let's recognize I, I can't leave the podcast on that note because i want to recognize ariana and and her storyline because she did come out as bisexual yeah. this season
1: okay yeah you're right i forgot about ariana but it's like between being bisexual and being depressed sometimes i get confused about what's her like big drama right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm problematic okay no i <laughs> Okay, fine. We have one LGBTQIA plus character on the show. Woohoo. Groundbreaking. Um,
0: well, no, I think for a show that is centered in West Hollywood, which for people who don't know is the boys town of Los
1: Angeles. Yeah, it's the gay neighborhood in Los Angeles.
0: It's absurd that we now have, what, 20 20- uh, cast members historically, like if you want to include a Laura Lee and you include a Vale and now all the newbies and the Raquels and the Jameses and whatever, all these characters and you could say, okay, I guess there's one car- uh, one cast member, Ariana. Yeah. Who is a part of the LGBTQIA plus community. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. There should be way more. <laughs> well, oh, there's, and there's Billy Lee. You're right, you're right. Two. So sorry, two of the 25.
1: Yeah, but Billy Lee didn't last and she was awful. So it's like... <sighs> You know, we don't claim her. No, I'm kidding. Um she was fine. I just think she got a bad at it. Um but yeah, I just think like more gay people. Like, but not Logan. Logan's terrible. We don't want Logan. Is um, he is
0: he a cast member though?
1: No, but I'm saying like if they're gonna add a gay character, like please don't let it be Logan. I see, I see, I see, I see. Um, also
0: more people of color. If we wanna go if we wanna get super political with this.
1: Right. Why don't we get Richardson? Two birds, one stone.
0: He's been on the show.
1: I assume he's gay. Um and you know, the good thing to do is assume people's sexuality. So I'm going to like, go ahead and do that. And he would be like, perfect. People are already, people yell at him all the time already. He has like a whole thing about being yelled at. Um, He's so given my- us a great drama, AKA James's first ever firing. That was a direct byproduct of yelling at Richardson. Right. And Danica's first ever being banned from Tom And I'm sure she'll be banned from many other places going forward mm-hmm. from here. Um, so yeah. Okay. Petition to get hashtag Richardson on Vanderpump world's official cast member. Got it trending, um, one more time. That was hashtag get Richardson on Vanderpump Rules official <laughs> cast member. That's the official hashtag.
0: As a official get Richardson on <laughs> Vanderpump Rules
1: as a as. official cast member. No, I just like Richardson Vanderpump Rules official cast member.
0: Richardson Vanderpump Rules official cast member.
1: Yeah, gonna tweet it. Um, okay, I really have to go before I physically rip my vocal cords out and also <laughs> smack my own brains in. Um... <laughs> But thank you guys so much for listening. none of you are listening anymore, I'm sure. But if you are, thank you so much for listening. And you should plug yourself, Rye. Right? Prime time to plug yourself. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna plug myself to the two people that are still listening, but fine, I'll do it. <laughs> um it's at Ryalk at R-Y-A-L-K on Instagram or at the real Ryalk on Twitter. And I'm going to tweet right now hashtag Richardson official cast member. So you can like retweet it and also just like tweet it yourself to get it trending. And
0: at hot and bravoed on Twitter is going to retweet that tweet. So you can follow at hot and bravoed as well, where you'll see that tweet. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can go and retweet that tweet as well as other tweets from the hot and bravoed tweeter, which
1: is at hot and bravoed. Famously, it's a tweeter. Um, all right, well, this was awful. I'm never doing this again. I actually quit the podcast. And um, It's been
0: a great four-episode run, ride. Run, thank you so much.
1: I'm basically Cindy from Real Housewives Season 4. I barely lasted. Um, but this has been a great experience. I'm going to take this with me, and I'm going to like use this in a podcast class on what not to do on podcasts. Um, so thanks for having me. It's a great way, way to you. go out,
0: Ryan. And everyone, uh, we hope you enjoyed this shit show of an episode.
1: Bye. Bye.